0: Revolutionary Talk for Revolutionary Times. Liberty Talk FM.
1: Well, it's a marvelous night for a moon dance With the stars above in your eyes A fantabulous night to make romance Need the cover of October skies Yet all the leaves on the trees are falling to the sound of the breezes that blow. Yet I'm trying to please to the calling of your heart strength that play soft and low. Yet all the night's magic seem to win.
2: What's up, what's up, everybody? Welcome aboard to the Bobby Show, Todd Bubba Horowitz, and i don't know it's just you know we're just wish-washing around in this big old consolidation pattern uh big rally yesterday falling a little bit today uh, not really much to get excited about as volumes remain light and uh but it looks like it looks like there's a deal getting ready getting put in place the the grain markets have been extremely active and uh to me that's the 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 pure old sign of of something going on and uh Today, we're going to listen to uh, also part of an interview with uh, Ernest Hancock and Allison Brooker, who is uh, my partner on the uh, on the um, uh, Liberty LibertyTalk.fm. Uh, and uh, of course, it's about freedom of speech and some other things, and both pretty much uh, the, of those of you. So we will get to that in, in segments two and three. But in the meantime, uh, you know, the markets are just, you know, doing nothing as, as kind of expected. It's not we're not totally shocked. Uh, at what's going on, because uh, we didn't expect much more to be going on uh, as it is summer. And again, I think we're just trying to drift up to uh, a final top and then look for a reason for the markets to start to sell off. Uh, You know, nothing has really been crazy wild anyways. You You get some of these big moves, but when you get a move without any volume or without any action, it's not really something that, that, that you need to you know, be overly concerned about. I mean, Turkey's been exactly what we thought. Nothing. Okay? You know, when you're dealing with something that's got the GDP of, of, uh, of, Indi- of Indiana or Montana, nothing to get worried about. The key here is that who are the buyers? The buyers, in my opinion, are the retail trade, which is why you don't see very much volume which is why there's not very much follow-through. I think there's a lot of reasons to be concerned. Now, uh, you know, as far as do you dump your portfolio, I hope not. I I hope that if you listen for this show for any period of time, you've learned enough that we never just puke to puke out. Uh, You know, at worst, you should be hedged, but at best, as long as you're invested with money that that you're not going to need tomorrow, okay, then you shouldn't worry about it because although we are expecting a fairly dramatic correction... We certainly can't time it exactly and believe in the markets do go up 8% year over year. So we have to just continue to sometimes stay of the course. But that's one of the reasons we do hedging, which just to remind you, we're doing a hedging webinar tomorrow on Saturday, August the 18th at noon Eastern. Uh, You can just sign up for it. It's free. Okay. Again, if you want to understand what I, when I say hedge and how to do it, I give you some actual real life examples uh, right on that webinar so certainly i advise you to check it out again there's no obligations it's free to sit to watch it so certainly check it out but again that's what i'm saying is i don't want people getting out of their portfolio i don't even like the ones where they try to convince you to um to you know roll stuff back and forth in other words you know change sectors or, or whatever you know the risk on the risk off. i don't believe in any of that okay that's just me uh, I don't think it's ever proven to work. I think what's proven to work the best is you get in, you get in good solid companies, and you make a lot of money over time. Okay, but again, there are sometimes you you know for example, you take a stock like a GE. If you had owned if you had owned GE and it was an unhedged position back in the day, well then eventually you just had to say okay, it's not working. There's a problem. I need to sell it out, and then replace it with something else. But you know we call that leaking oil in our in our business and that's but of course if we're hedged there it doesn't matter because uh, we can hedge things individually right? and so that's always something that you know we want to make sure that you understand is that even though i'm very bearish right now and i get more bearish every day from a short term remember i'm looking at the markets as a trader from a very short view very short term as a long-term investor, I don't get rid of my, my long-term holdings. I continue to hold them and continue to keep them. And, and you know, I'm looking for them to continue to go higher, okay? Uh, again, I know that there's going to be some selling, which is why we always, you know, want to make sure that we have some sort of an understanding uh, of, of when to potentially exit. But we're not trying to trade. If you're an investor, you are not trading the market. If you're an investor... You are investing in the market and you're investing in the market for long term. Trying to guess to move from sector to sector to do all the other stuff to me is, is a bunch of BS. If I knew how to do all that and knew when it was the right time, then I would know everything. And I wouldn't have to worry about it. I always say that, which is why we have the hedging course, because the hedging allows you to sit back and, and actually enjoy big sell-offs. It helps you enjoy the poundings that markets take. Not that you want to see the markets pound it, but it allows you to buy more stock. It allows you to accumulate more. And that, the key, after all, the key to investing is what the ability to compound your money, to compound your portfolio, to keep you growing with instead of shrinking okay that's the problem with cash what happens to what happens to hard cold hard cash it loses value every single day right in your own pocket okay because of the devaluation of what the Federal Reserve does so you you can you can look at things in many different ways but one thing things we do know for sure okay is that cash loses value okay and will never come back because they continue to, to create more dollars. That is always something that we have to be aware of. So you need to be invested in something, okay? Uh, bank accounts at, at, at 1%, 1.5%, not so good. But again, if you can get 3 4%, you're getting better. and and But that's your, your objective, is to keep continuing to invest and in rolling over and rolling over and not taking the money out, but letting it continue to roll over and roll over. And if you understand that, then you have the ability to potentially compound your portfolio, compound your dollars, which then puts you in a position to make lots of money. Because again, if you're compounding, you know, if you're if you're compounding a dollar at 8%, okay, so eight percent be a dollar eight, then it gives you a dollar twenty. So the 8% of the money doubles on its own. And that does not account for any appreciation of the asset that you own. And again, obviously, that was a very oversimplified. But my very point is, is that if you can compound your portfolio, compound your money, then it becomes worth a lot more, which we've talked about in the past. You, know, you take somebody who never made a lot of money but saved diligently And continue to put money away into the equity market into something that had a chance to grow and they typically will retire with a fortune because of the compounding effect and that's something that we need to be aware of and how it works and that's part of what the hedging is all about and which is why we are doing it tomorrow but in the meantime uh you know the markets are the markets and and to try to figure out exactly when they're going to do what is is ridiculous you have to be able to make a commitment Like we made a commitment on the grain markets a while back saying, hey, we're going to buy them and hold them like a stock. And that's, again, what you have to look at. And and those are things that we will cover in in depth as well. But again, if you're trying to guess, you have no chance. That that I can say. You have to have a reason for what you do. But the real reason is, is you should be able to invest enough in the market that it won't force you out if something goes wrong. This is The Bubba Show, Todd Bubba Horwitz, and I want to remind you to download the show each and every day at LibertyTalk.fm. And in fact, we have an interview coming up with Ernest Hancock and Alison Bricker of LibertyTalk.fm uh, talking a little bit about the freedom of speech and some other things. So this is The Bubba Show, Todd Bob Horwitz. We'll be right back with the interview from Ernest Hancock and Allison Bricker, The Bubba Show, Todd Bob Horwitz. show Top Up forwards. We're going to listen to an interview with Allison Bricker and Ernie Hancock. Here we go. All
0: right, well, wait, whatever. But I mean, you know, it's, uh, you know, and that's going to be a, a good way to fund everything. And I see that happening. And I'm, you know, there's one particular that's coming out that I think it's going to uh, supply. I mean, it's out now, but it's going to have some new private communication features that I think are going to be huge. So when that we get closer to that, I'm and it keeps going down. Buy me a bunch of that and go na 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 na, and I'll tell you right after I get all I want, you know. But um, it is this this whole atmosphere that we're in, of control and adapting towards it. Allison Brickard from Liberty Talk.fm has written an article that I want to talk about on censorship. And yeah, go ahead and you know skip to the end and give us your spiel, whatever you want to say, Allison. Go. I just want to say. I'm sorry. That's
1: the last week's knee-jerk reaction to when Alex Jones was basically de from a handful of these these large social media, at the but, same time, right, all at the same time. And look, this is something that if you've listened to declare your independence, you've been hearing about, right? You've been talking about don't rely on these places to always give you a platform. And so, within hours. I started seeing people who I have a lot of respect for in what I would say... I'm sorry, Allison.
0: Move back from the microphone a little bit.
1: Okay. Is that any better?
0: Yeah, please. Thank you.
1: All right. So there's a lot of people in the liberty movement that I have respect for, and they were suddenly saying that this wasn't fair, that we need government to come in and force YouTube and force Facebook and force all of these platforms to host Alex Jones content. And I think... My God, that is the opposite of what we want, and this is because look, the Marxists have been chipping away at the American. What is the American Republic? The, g- the greatest experiment in human liberty. Even if the Constitution isn't perfect, it's the best we've done so far as a civilization. It enumerated natural rights, and look, the Marxists have been chipping away at this for the last 100 years since the Progressive Era, little by little. And there are two things that have stopped them from, you know, successfully implementing. As I say, their their dystopia of an equally poor, genderless, disarmed, starving, stable of tax cows. And those two things are free speech and guns, and and the Marxists haven't been able to win through the courts, and they've been tr- they've tried for over 60 years to implement this stupid notion of hate speech, and they've lost every single time. And so, what we're seeing with the deplatforming of Alex Jones and this this call for the government to step in and somehow force these platforms to host his content will be the final destruction of private property. And then you've actually invited the government to start monitoring what is and what is not censorship, which is the antithesis of what the founding generation uh, was going after with the First Amendment, whether it was speech or freedom of the press or freedom of religion. It's, it's just it's the exact opposite. And after they get speech, and after they've torn down the last vestiges of private property, they're coming after the guns. Because the last bulwark against, you know, a, a communist dystopia that I described is private individuals armed with firearms. And, and we've seen this, you know, it's not like it's made up. You can look back through the 20th century and look at the mil- tens of millions of dead bodies that had to be dealt with unto the philosophy of Marxism. And This is where we're at. We're standing at this path, and if we ask the government to come in to regulate these under this stupid doctrine of Google is somehow the public square because they take government finance money, uh, therefore they have an inroad to being regulated, we're done. We're done. You know, the country is certainly America is not perfect, but if we allow the government to come in now and force these private companies to enforce free speech, we're done, because the guns are next. And I, I try to sum it up as simply as possible. Is, look, the baker doesn't have to bake your cake, and YouTube doesn't have to host your video. The same as I don't have to have someone in my living room or on my station saying something that I disagree with. If, if there was some white nationalist on libertytalk.fm or somebody that became a white nationalist, they'd be gone real fast. As soon as I became aware of them promoting a homogenous nationalistic ethnostate, they'd be gone. And that's my right as the owner of this company to determine who is... No, you're not
0: allowed to do that because the government says.
1: Right, exactly. So fortunately, I started to see towards the end of the week more people like Ben Swan and uh, Carrie Wedler and other people, and James Corbett, who I was introduced to through Declare Your Independence, starting to say the same thing, like, what, what are we doing? Why are we asking for the government to come in and force Google to act as a good actor when it's they're private servers that you're using
0: <clears throat> now. Of course, I, I did you. You probably have heard of Dave Hodges, the Common Sense Show. I mean, is that across your radar screen? Yes. Okay, so Dave, you know he lives here and he's a good friend. And um, we were doing something. Had him on. Yeah, I had him on last week or something. He had me uh, go on his show yesterday. So last night we go and we do the hour of just a straight you know podcast. Uh, oh, is there any have to say about that? And his position was initially because he started off on YouTube. He was saying he was making nine thousand dollars a month. Now it's gone down to like two. And the guy, I'm going, well, you now that was your first problem is dependent on them to begin with. And it's um, the revenue that you get from that. And it, it's just what they do to kind of pull you in, and then they delete you. They pull you a- in, and then they pull the rug. They pull you in, and then they you know destroy you. And this is a a a mechanism that I've seen. I'm old enough to have seen. They, oh yeah, oh we love. Oh, you're the bad guy, yeah. And then you're gone. And I was complaining to him that I, I'm he because he started going on about the common square thing and they have you know all that kind of crap. And I'm going, you know, I this is not the way the path you should be going down because I know what happens. What they do is they go, okay, we'll be regulated. And, and, and to make sure that we comply with the regulation, we got regulation compliers. You know, we got uh, what do they call them? Compliance officers and lawyers of this and that. And this is what you have to have in order to use this space and do it. To, well, anybody, you know, Allison Bricker and Ernie coming up with something, uh, I can't afford to do it. And you don't do anything.
1: Right. You're precisely correct. I mean, that's exactly what happened when the Marxists we able to implement... from we'll
0: the mic! <laughs> that
1: was absolutely what happened when the Marxists implemented the broadcast licenses of traditional radio, right? It raised barriers to entry, consolidated competition, and gave us one pro-state message where now five corporations basically control everything of what's read, seen, and heard. You're, you're precisely right. And I would just say this. <laughs> Assuming that you're going to put lifetime unfettered access to a third party's private property is a bad business decision. Yeah, no, no,
0: no. I've been—you've listened to me. I've been screaming about this forever, and right. I knew this was coming. And then I—and I knew that they were gonna. It's just like we should be able to protest and collect things on private malls because it's a town square. Of you don't get to tell us not to. And I saw this stuff litigated in the '90s and where they get petitions and all. I—I've seen this. Yeah, this is. I want to continue this uh, line of conversation when we come back but um it was so obvious to me that this was coming and yeah. i didn't want the liberty community to try and justify but a lot of the conservatives have you know the mike adams and alex jones and uh you know dave hot i mean if they're conservative they're they're still looking for government to fix it you know yeah,
1: I'm, so, yeah, I'm straight that's, and that's that's my problem look i'll tell you this if, if we get an internet bill of rights out of this i, I will take alex jones off LibertyTalk.fm, <laughs> because, no, that's not what we want. We don't want more government to solve the last bad government. I mean, that's so Hegelian. Every yeah. time we solve it, the same rude. It's ridiculous.
0: <clears throat> well, we're, we're coming to a – see, my thing is the technology. is you ever go to Pirates Without Borders? Yes, I do. You know, and you read the letter. You know, they're starting to make it into videos. You know, we had um, Chris Duane from Silver Shield and James Corbett, and they start quoting it. And uh, Davi will be here uh, next month, and it's going to be like three weeks. He and I just head down plow and doing a few more letters and, you know, some more graphics and different. We have a, a Nexus Earth conference here in Scottsdale to go to, and we're prepping for that. But the thing is, to me, there has been um, a deviation from what the technology and the Internet was able to offer us. It was like they, them, those came in, took it over. And then we're begging to be on their platforms. And I'm going, no. Yeah. Didn't we come over here to get away from those guys? I mean, I, I don't understand. what. Yeah, but look how much they're doing. Well, of course they do.
2: And that is the interview or part of the interview with Allison Bricker, who is the owner, one of the owners of Liberty LibertyTalk.fm, talking about the freedom of speech. And, of course, we're going to get ready to step out here for a break and remind you that to download the Bubba Show each and every day. At libertytalk.fm. And of course, uh, tomorrow we're doing a hedging webinar at noon Eastern. If you'd like to come for free, go to BubbaTrading.com and fill out the little, the little uh, box that'll come up for you. At the same time, you might as well get involved with Bubba's Daily Update. And we're going to step out here for a break. This is the Bubba Show, Todd Bubba Horwitz. We're coming right back to you after the break with more of Allison's interview. The Bubba Show, Todd Bubba Horowitz. that will help you, give you a better idea of what's going on in the market. All you need to do to get a hold of the Bubba Report is go to thebubbashow.org and sign up for the newsletter, or you can email me direct at bubb at thebubbashow.org. We want you to have this report because we've got over 150 years of experience talking about markets, getting ready for the trading, and puts you in the best position to have successful. So email me at bub at to get a copy of your report or go right to the website, thebubbashow.org. Make sure you get it. It's a must-have for every investor and trader. The Bubba Report. Welcome back to the Bubba Show. Todd Bubba Horwitz, and we're going to continue to listen to an interview that my partner Allison Bricker did on freedom of speech and some of the other things. So let's get back to Allison right now, and we can continue to listen as to what her opinions are on the freedoms and liberty and all the other good things that. All of us want to make sure that we have. Let's get back to the interview now. You know, decentralized node
0: uh, ability to house information uncensored, and they can't, you know, then it starts going. Well, this is where I see the future. The future is going to be this, um, you know, pirate communication thing. I don't know what they, them, those are going to do. They're going to have to vilify it. They're going to have to... You know, make it where it's a threat and only child pornography and drug dealing, Satan worshipers, you know, use private communication. So, and certainly with crypto. So, I can see what's happening, but I need to have micropayments so that everybody on the planet can have an opinion, a vote with a nickel. That's what's going to change the world, in my opinion. All right, here we go.
2: It's time for Declare Your Independence with Ernest Hancock.
0: You're independent, Allison Bricker, and I having this conversation. She and I, you know, have known each other for years, and uh, we've been on your station for how long? Almost well, it's
1: pretty much since the beginning.
0: Which was what? Five years?
1: Yes. Yeah, right. You guys were within the first three three months we added it to the lineup.
0: Yeah. This is uh, you know, and I'm I'm glad to be anywhere that anybody will let me talk. <laughs> you know, but the, the um. Uh, I, I'm very supportive of efforts like yours, you know. It wasn't so much that I cared about the other great hosts that you have on your network, but it was, uh, you know, I, I understood what you were doing. And you came out of the Ron Paul evolution. So that was, a you know, another bonus, you know. So, yeah, you know, everybody gets to have, you know, we... Did Next News Network? We did you. We're doing LRM. We did, and I and I just wanted to make sure that we've done, you know, Republic Radio and you know Liberty, where the heck I came. Remember a bunch of these that we and Dave Hodges and I were on the same network at one time. And I was at one time I was doing three networks. I was doing six hours of radio a day for like a year. And I, I was like, damn. But I didn't. You know, you, you make hay when the sun's shining. And I didn't have a problem doing it because, you know, that's what we do. We're activists. At least I wasn't out in the heat. So I, I, I don't mind doing it, but it, I don't feel like I need to keep my finger on the button anymore on a lot of these issues. I still think that, you know, I you know give my perspective. But there is so much out there in alternative to all of this controlled gobbledygook crap that is dominating every media outlet there and you see more and more consolidation. Disney buys Fox. I mean, what does that tell you? You know? So I I understand the threat that we're in. I'm glad that you did this article. Cause a lot of people are like, please, please, you have to include us and you can't and you kinda on your and make sure and the program says and I get the me, 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 I need, I need, I need, as opposed to someone like Alex Jones that has the resources and the infrastructure create his own i'm sitting here looking at an article you know on uh, zero hedge towards talking about you know his website explodes after the silicon valley blacklist and because of the direct participation of subscribers and them going over from the uh controlled grid um he may be having more and certainly making more profit and more money doing it himself you know mike adams over health ranger uh natural news uh, he's doing uh, real dot video, and they're going to find out the same thing. But they're still controlled platforms. They had us sign up early on, and they, I never really did anything with it because I could see what was happening. Just like you say, you know, hey man, if I got some communist up there or white supremacist or whatever, and they're gone, which I perfectly support, and I would do the same thing on my. I'm probably a little more tolerant. Everybody gets to have their say, but the point is, is that. It's yours, and I want to have a platform that can't delete it, and it's not owned by anybody. That's where this IPFS and blockchain technology comes in. There is no bank that controls the information or the money. There is no. I just it's just out there, and ones and zeros available to everybody. That's what I'm looking for. How you, where you actually create the content and then put it on there. That's a whole other thing. So I'm I I understand. It's the collectivization that we're up against. What is it that you're in opposition to? How, how are you trying to you know, develop your future in radio?
1: Well, I'm in opposition to ever bringing the government in to solve a problem of government. Yeah. I, and look, if, if I can channel Alex Jones and put on my Alex Jones hat, I've been listening to him since 1998. It was the first time I was ever introduced to Alex Jones. And look, I don't even have to be a conspiracy theory. If the government comes in... I see it like this. They looked at the platform, him, caused some sort of outrage, and the Democrats are hoping to win the midterms, and then they're going to sweep in this, this dystopian Orwellian Internet Bill of Rights bill by Senator Mark Warner, which was published by Axios, which literally calls for a driver's license to access the information superhighway. So they're going to capitalize on this outrage and then give us, not only is it you're going to have to have a license to get onto the Internet, you're also going to have to be able to be geolocated in real time. What? That doesn't sound like a very good solution, and it's nothing that I'm making up. You can read the entire report authored by Democratic Senator Mark Warner out of Virginia, and this is what he wants, and this is what they've been after for a long, long time. And, yes, you're exactly correct. They're trying to raise barriers to entry. Just last year, they've implemented... You had to have an SSL, otherwise you were downvoted or you were delisted through Google's algorithm. Well, a real full-blown SSL that's available for wildcards that's going to cost you 300 bucks. When I started the Smoking Argus 10 years ago, I didn't have a spare $300 to buy an SSL. So I think, here we are, we're seeing the barriers to entry already being raised. And uh, the next step is to license your access to the Internet. So it's even worse than I originally imagined, where streaming providers, streaming content providers, would have to have something similar to a broadcast license like the FCC. Nope. Everybody is going to have to have a license simply to access the Internet. If these Democrats get their way, and one way they're going to get their way is by this continual... Outcall of people asking for governments to come in and force YouTube to host his videos. It's insane.
0: No, it's not. I, I tell you, it's not going to be. Um, the discussion is going to be about how they're going to be regulated, how they're going to have access, how they're going to be uh, laws passed to who can and can't. And okay, we'll make it an open platform as long as we know where everybody is as they post on the platform. You know that kind of like what you're talking about. And that's, that's the, the, it's the ratcheting. You know, go, okay, we're going to do this, and you're not allowed to. And they go, okay, we'll let you do but you But you better get your license, you know, that kind of crap.
1: Right, so, right. Well, I wanted to say one thing on the other side of not only being able to kick people off, if, if the blockchain tech can mature to the point where all the videos can be put online, no matter what, and there's an uncollected record of these videos being published, you also stop
0: organizing. The future being not less information, but a lot more information, certainly a lot more diversity. And it's always, everybody's arguing inside the box. You know, you have the left side and the right side of the box, but you're freaking in the box. And I'm, this is not going to be just America. The internet is going to go satellite. It's going to go, anybody can access anything, anywhere, anytime for any amount. You know, of data. And when that happens, and it's going to be... See, what we're looking at, Nexus Earth has a conference here at the end of September in Scottsdale. They're going to be showing one of their CubeSats that they're putting up to do their mesh network that they have for their crypto. But um, I'm going, all right, now can I run... I'm thinking, can I run this uh, uh, pirate communication, you can't stop it app of whatever, and um, send a message, and it runs through a satellite. Oh, and I can charge a a third of a cent per one. I'll be a gazillionaire just because people want to process private communications and pay in crypto that it's used in i I'm like, all right, good. Then we're done. Off the grid internationally. From the third letter of Captain Mark. The crown's observation conditions us to be dishonest with ourselves. Therefore, constant surveillance produces a society of constant deception. Honest communication is the seed of civilized conduct. To deny us this seed is to deny us its fruits. But the crown's primary objective is to stifle free thought itself, to make its subjects incapable of dissent. Seasoned pirates have always encrypted messages and codes and ciphers, so intercepted transmissions were incomprehensible. But today, the Crown possesses advanced tools of pattern recognition that document, profile, and predict our every move. Today, piracy requires hailing frequencies completely invisible to the Crown. We are tired of poltergeists in the static. Looking for a community of like-minded scoundrels? Or just want some swag to let the Crown know what you think of it? Join the conversation at PiratesWithoutBorders.com You know, I'm thinking that, um... The third letter of Captain Mark was like the white paper for this new uh, chat app that's coming out that will be private. And it was very simple to me. Now, of course, the letters are longer than the commercial, but, you know.
2: And that is part of an interview with my partner, Allison Bricker, on freedom and freedom of speech and some other mixed in things. In the meantime, this is The Bubba Show, Todd Bubba Horowitz. Remember, tomorrow at noon, we have a webinar on hedging. If you'd like to join us, go to BubbaTrading.com and fill out the, the link, and uh, we can get ourselves worked up there. And you can join me tomorrow at noon, Saturday, the eight August the 18th. In the meantime, this is the Bubba Show. Tabba Bubba we will be back with more after the break. The Bubba Show, Todd Bubba We're coming right back to you with Jane King. We'll be right back. Welcome back to the Bubba Show Todd of Horowitz. It's time for the one, the only, the unbelievably talented Lila Max Media's own Jane King, also the writer of the Kaching Report. What's up, Jane?
3: Hey Todd. Uh, good morning. Good to talk to you again. <laughs>
2: It's one one of those weeks and one of those days and kind of, you know, it's not even Halloween. It's like we don't have the eerie goblins out yet, but it seems like they're showing up here at the end of summer. Even in the the markets, Jane, you know, it's interesting. You know, it looks to me like there's going to be a trade deal that's going to get done here, uh, maybe even as early as today. Any thought to that?
3: Well, um, I do think there's going to be something done with China. Um, boy, isn't that interesting? Um, that, and it is, it's, you know, I'm so glad this is happening. It has to happen. Um, both sides know it, you know, the Chinese are smart. They know they got to work on this and figure this out. They're feeling pain. We're feeling some pain. They're feeling more than us, I think. Um, but, uh, this can't, I mean, we can't, what we were doing cannot be sustained. And of course we saw the market reaction and just what if this actually works? I mean, it's like, it's amazing. um, You know, they're sending like kind of a a lower-level delegation over. You know, I think that's part of their way to save face again. We're just kind of talking. But I think this will lead to a higher-level delegation. I think it will lead to more fair trade. And I think we'll have something in place by the end of the year. Well, Great. you know,
2: as, as you look back, you know, in your in your early years before you became the ace reporter and uh, that you are for Bloomberg and now for your own production. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, you know, back to your family, I mean, you know, the grains have recovered all their losses from last week's USDA report, which sent them spiraling down. Everyone to blame the trade wars. But, of course, you and I both know that markets do what they're going to do. It doesn't really matter what the news is. But all of a sudden they've rallied back and they're, they've been pretty volatile today, which to me. Is just saying that somebody's getting ready to do something. And I know Mexico's very close, which is a big place for us. And, and China, I think, will come to the table. So mm-hmm. to me, it all looks like it's going to be, uh, I, as I said from the beginning, it's a done deal. And then we go to Turkey, and not the Thanksgiving Turkey, but, of course, uh, <laughs> Turkey with Erdogan yeah. er- 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 and, and him trying to take over his own central bank, which is obviously <laughs> a mistake. But what do you right. think of the action in Turkey and, and what's happened there? I mean, to me— it's They're in trouble. It has nothing to do with us, basically, other than a few key components. Yeah, but we no,
3: could. of course not. I mean, it was just, I don't know what the heck was going on, why the market was so upset about Turkey. I mean, I, I did a radio interview last week, and I think I guess Friday was when the whole thing kind of started. And I said, um, I don't think I've ever, my entire time working on Wall Street, talking about how the Dow is affected by the Turkish lira. Like, I just, you know, I'm like, what? Um You know, it's another one of these situations where you got, like, you know, an ego dude running a country and, you know, doesn't want to look weak. And, um, you know, and and this whole thing they're doing with the American pastor is just truly tragic. I mean, they'll be like, yeah, we're going to let him out. No, we're not. Let him out. No, we're not. I mean, and, you know, it's not going to work with Trump. He's not going to be toyed around like that. So. I mean, he can slap every tariff he wants on Turkey, and it's not going to hurt the U.S. economy. Um, you know, this is probably another one of those situations where they have to do some some deals that won't be super public. But I think that pastor is going to get released, and um, I think that, you know, I, I think Trump's doing the right thing. You, if you're going to start these wars with people, you got to stand your ground, and um, he's doing it.
2: Uh, listen, I'm in a hundred percent agreement. You, say, if you want to be who you are, and I think that's who Trump is to begin with, you can't back down. You ha- you have to f- see it all the way through, right? You agree with that, don't you?
3: Oh my God, absolutely. I mean, it's a little bit like having a kid, like you have a child. <laughs> I, was have just, a I was child just thinking like-
2: that. Go ahead, you finish, because you got <laughs> you totally young kids. Totally agree, right? Yeah, one hundred percent. It's
3: like it's like okay, um, you know, child, um, you can't, you know, you, you have to eat your vegetables or you can't have the candy or whatever. And then the kid doesn't eat the vegetables. You're like, okay, here's your candy anyway. You can't do that. I mean, you have to be like, I said, eat your vegetables. You've got to eat your, you know, and Trump's making turkey and China eat their vegetables.
2: No, it's, I think, it, listen, you have to be consistent, right? You can't <laughs> Absolutely. always back down. Be- you no,
3: know, it's totally true. And you have to, you have to be like, look, here's what I want you have to start with the premise of things have been unfair, which they have been. He's right. I mean, and, and he knows he's right. Everybody knows he's right. I had drinks with some people um, in New York last week. So as you can imagine, you know, things turned to politics and they were not pro Trump. Um, but they admitted that we're going to be screwed over and things are unfair. I mean, they were, they were Wall Street people. Absolutely agreed with that. Everybody agrees on that. Um, and so, you know, he, he's got, just the facts on his side and the next the next thing is stand up and and don't back down and you got to take some heat i mean we saw the market way down um the farmers you know they were feeling some pain he had to put up with that uh it's very hard um very and now he loves farmers and so i'm sure it was painful for him to see that happen but i think he believed this was going to work out in the end and i think it will
2: i agree now now you are in the media you are you have your own production company you're a reporter what is your thought and thing what do you think every time that trump says fake media fake news and he kind of bashes the media all the time what are your what are your thoughts (laughs)
3: well um i think i i kind of get what he says um you know a free press is absolutely crucial important um and i think that there's still some great reporting out there and it's mostly done by newspapers um the new york times did that story about all the fake youtube likes and how much people uh, money that people can make off that and it's just you know some really great investigative stuff out there It's an article today uh, the new york times did uh, an interview with elon musk and he just really shares some personal details about how difficult things have been and his recreational drug use and i mean you don't see that coming from um, kind of superficial media. So I, I think journalism, I, I think, you know, it's, it's underrated and it should be considered a much higher profession, but the media needs to take a look at themselves and what they've been doing for the past 20 years. Uh, they need to look at how they cover Barack Obama. I mean, I remember the cover of the New York daily news when Trump announced he was running for president and it was a big clown face with him on it. And I was like, Oh, that's ridiculous. I mean, it's like the media have has done this to themselves. Um, people don't like them. They don't trust them. They think they're extremely biased, uh, which I do, too. They, they need to rehaul um, themselves, these big newspapers, these big networks. They need to hire some people with different political viewpoints from some different parts of the country. And they start to regain the credibility again.
2: Well, yeah. And, 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 then, and then you take, you know, I talked last week about something about we're losing our free speech. Because through the social media, they're, they're, they're um, censoring a lot of things that that go through on social media so that you don't always get both sides of the equation. What are your thoughts of that?
3: Yeah, no, it's absolutely true. I mean, you know, what do you do? You've got a platform like a Twitter or a Facebook that anybody can get on and anybody can say anything and you have people on there, you know, saying stuff. And it's kind of like, I mean, I don't know how you police that, like, um, they have like robots doing it and they're doing a terrible job and they can't find enough humans, at least 2 billion people on Facebook and all the messages that they send. I mean, it's an absolute mess. I think they need to err on the side of less censorship. I mean, maybe if, you know, they limit it to something like, um, you know, people telling you how to make a, you know, a nuclear bomb and uh, rallying violent, you know, people to get together for some kind of rally or something. But people need to say what they want to say. I mean, Alex Jones, um, 90% of what he says, I don't agree with, but he brings up some interesting points and I think people should hear those and dismiss, you know, some of what he says is, okay, that's crazy. Like the whole, you know, Connecticut kid shooting thing. I just, I, I think it's crazy that he even went there. Um, but every once in a while he says something like, well, that's an interesting new viewpoint. I had thought about that. We should hear different viewpoints. So, um, I don't know, the social media is going to have to figure this out. You know, Google does um, some of this as well. Um, so it's <laughs> we're in a weird time right now. But people need to need to hear definitely the different viewpoints. and They need to hear conservative viewpoints
2: as well. And those are the words according to Jane King, Lila Max Media, the continuing report. Jane King, as always, I thank you so much for being here.
3: Thanks, Todd, as always.
2: And that was our friend Jane King from Lila Max Media and the Kiching Report. And she always brings a lot of good information. And it's great to talk to her because she is part of the media. And she does understand it. So uh, always good. But in the meantime, this is the Bubba Show, Top of orbits. Don't forget to download the show each and every day at LibertyTalk.fm. And as well as the Sporting Edge is always available there as, as well. And uh, Crypto Investor X. And don't forget tomorrow, I've got a, I'm doing a webinar, live webinar at noon Eastern time. Okay, where I will talk about hedging. So if you want to learn a little bit, it's free. Come and join me at noon Eastern. You got to go to bubbatrain.com today or tomorrow. There's a, a link there for a WebEx. You can fill out the link. You're all set. You come and join me, and we go over and do a hedging webinar. But in the meantime, if I don't see you, have a great weekend, everybody. As always, I thank you so much for being here. We'll see you on Monday, The Bubba Show, Todd Bob Horowitz. Have a great weekend, everybody. Thank you so much. We'll see you later.
0: revolutionary talk for revolutionary times liberty talk fm